1: Sipping my coffee out of my very old Caribou coffee mug that I got when I worked there. I was 18 years old at the Minneapolis St. Paul International
0: Airport. Caribou being a chain of coffee shops.
1: Yep. The Midwest version of Starbucks.
0: Yeah. They're still hanging in there. Good for them. Yep. Starbucks has, has not squashed them at all.
1: Not everyone can. Survive uh, Starbucks and their takeover. So I'm proud of Caribou and hanging you, in there.
0: You were an employee and you were actually an award winning barista.
1: Yes. I I think it was like three different combinations of drinks, like how fast you and your partner could make three different combinations of drinks under.
0: Welcome oh, to one. Oh my God. That's Izzy.
1: Holy crap, that was actually scary, and I didn't love that. But it's, it's easy. It It is, but that's not. That's like my child, um, demonic. Like, it, it reminds me of Children of the Corn or something. Super well, creepy. That's
0: her impression of what my voice sounds like when I do the raw impressions.
1: Oh, that's her imitating you. Yeah, I
0: got her up here. I was like, I thought for <laughs> sure I'd I put a mic in front of her, and she'd go off for about... You know half an hour but she mm. was like she she was very uh stingy
1: she had other things to she do She knew her
0: worth she's like i don't know you gotta talk to my my <laughs> agent you can get one line out of him she was like one line she's like i'm out welcome,
1: welcome to raw impressions with lou barlow and, and adele barlow I like a gal who knows her worth, and she's just like, that was it,
0: and we're done. I mean, but it's a microphone. You're supposed to just go off and forever.
1: You're Hmm. a six-year-old
0: with a a microphone in front of you and some headphones on.
1: She's very distracted these days. So she's got... uh, Folks, she has
0: books on the brain. I know. She really wants to be read to.
1: Yeah. This is
0: a recent development. It is completely recent. She... Kind of,
1: I wouldn't say avoided books, but kind of avoided books, actually. She didn't
0: love books. Yeah, she's six. She's six, yeah. And my memory of being six, and we're actually five, I mean, my my early childhood is full of books mm-hmm. and reading.
1: Yeah, we certainly tried for her first six years, but it just recently Really took hold with a series called Dragon Masters, hmm. and uh she was gifted one at Christmas time from her buddy Simon, and I wasn't sure actually she would like it because I was like, Dragons, I don't know if she's gonna get into it well <laughs> she she loves it, and she also wants her own dragon now, and that's great. Uh, what's even greater, though, is her newfound love of of reading and stories, and she's really trying to read. Um, and it's it's honestly just filling my heart with yeah. This love is making joy. you
0: really happy.
1: I really, really love seeing her discover the joy of books.
0: Yeah, like just just this morning, you were talking about the joy of being a parent.
1: I love. I love it. I love children. I love being a mom.
0: I've never heard you articulate it so clearly. Mm. Sometimes it's hard to find the right time to just go, got it. This is kind of amazing.
1: Mm-hmm. Terrifying. Yeah, true. I think when you're in the just day-to-day uh, routine of parenting and getting through life and work, uh you kind of don't have that moment of reflection and this morning I did have a, a real wave of um, I, I guess gratitude um, is that what that feels like?
0: Huh
1: Is this what they call gratitude? Is this what I'm supposed to do every day? <laughs> is this what you um, So yeah I, I, I believe what I felt was
0: gratitude everybody <laughs> what is this strange feeling This
1: <laughs> feeling flowing through my body <laughs> it tingles and it feels good um yes yes i've identified gratitude i felt gratitude for being a parent and seeing the life develop in front of my eyes it was just very touching for me and i was remembering my own love of reading and getting to see it in her is reigniting these feelings that I think were dormant in my body. It's like, Oh, Mm -hmm. I remember that little feeling. Oh no, it's going to make me cry. I'm not going to cry. I'm just simply saying that like it, uh, it really brought up, brought me back to real genuine childhood feelings. Like I was like, I was back there transported, it's really neat. Yeah, I like that a lot about parenting. Uh,
0: yeah, <laughs> there's so many things I want to say about it, but I know that the words that will come out of my mouth will be so full of like. Then, like, I know I like. I I know that I'll start speaking incoherently hmm. as this sort of rush, because as this rush of this this emotion that I'm trying to articulate will come out in this very disjointed way.
1: Well, that's being really hard on yourself, Lou, and I think that we should stop and have some positive self-talk right now to reframe that way of thinking. Let's reframe that, Lou. You, you are actually very good at expressing yourself. Say, I, Lou.
0: I, Lou Barlow.
1: Can express myself.
0: Can express myself.
1: In ways that people will understand.
0: In ways that people will understand.
1: And make sense.
0: And makes sense, there you go, mm.
1: yeah, be kind to yourself, baby,
0: but I overcaffeinated again,
1: ah, okay, I do see a little struggle in your eyes, yeah, I do, huh.
0: It felt so good the first <laughs> the first double <laughs> espresso felt so good, <clears throat> it felt so good, I mean, I, I lo- did it, I love that. I love the initial. Mm. Coffee in the morning. I love that feeling. Oh, me too. I
1: love my coffee so much. I but, don't drink a lot of it anymore. As I get older, I need so much less than I thought I did.
0: But I'm very compulsive. So when you, I have one that feels good. You can be very compulsive. I can be very compulsive. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is, this is, this is going to be the reframing episode. I'm going to have a sip of my coffee oh, right do it. now. Do my, it. Get right up on the my mic. second cup of coffee get, get and
0: right up on there.
1: I will. And definitely my last for today. I should not have more than, um, than one and two. What am I talking about? Sorry. I got distracted. Okay. I'm going to, okay. Um, I don't really gurgle like that or slurp like that, but I did that. I did that for you. Okay. You listener. Me. And honestly, if you're listening and you're like,
0: ugh, gross. I think people who like podcasts Mm -hmm. like the AMSR aspect to it.
1: Well, then we have something in common because I I also like
0: it. Hearing people speak Mm -hmm. is like comforting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's something that I I think I've discovered Mm -hmm. about the appeal of a podcast. Yes.
1: Hmm, that coffee is a little dark, dear. It's a uh, a little I think you did maybe one scoop.
0: I always do the same amount of scoops.
1: Hmm, it tastes um thicker.
0: 4 scoops and 6 cups of water.
1: <laughs> maybe the coffee's darker, I don't know. It's the same coffee. It's the same coffee. It's it's hitting me now in a different way where I'm almost starting to feel maybe it. Maybe it was
0: a little less Water than it could have been.
1: Mm-hmm. The ratio. It just, it has a little bit of a sludgy
0: feel. I'm so sorry. It's okay. Mean, you're not in your 20s anymore. Yeah. You can't just drink sludge.
1: No. Y- you know, things do change as you get older. And I will say this when I was in my 20s, because <laughs> this is, I didn't believe that classic, huh? I was like, no, it's not. I'm always going to be this way. And now I'm 45, and I'm like, what an idiot. Of course, Adele, things do change. Duh. It's harsh. But I really, I mean, I was like, I'll drink this coffee forever. I'll do this forever. And I'm like, now I'm going, my God. I mean, I didn't want to have kids. I didn't want to get married. I didn't, I mean, <laughs> here I am. I'm going to be turning 46 this year. And I'm like, I can barely drink coffee. I can have my one cup in the morning, maybe two. And I. It, things change. Okay. They
0: do. I feel like I've always had a very consistent idea of what, I, what my life was going to be like or what I wanted it to be like. Hmm. I wanted to be old <laughs> from yeah. a young age.
1: Yeah. it's
0: like I can, I want to be old.
1: Yeah. Well, and we've decided, uh, Lou and I started writing wills. That's the thing to do. Uh, that's everybody what we did. Yeah. We, we filled out our wills and, um, and it's scary for me. I don't know if it, you feel this way, Lou, but I, I am realizing that I am <clears throat> struggling with my superstitions, which is if I fill out a will, I will die like
0: shortly, <laughs> soon. I know. It's like you hear this story, like what? we had just done our wills, but the legal zoom hadn't sent them to us yet. And we'd yet to have them notarized that <laughs> she died
1: <laughs> yeah exactly my fear so thanks dear but I I'm feeling like as a lot of those self-help gurus like to say gotta lean into those scary feelings and I'm trying to lean into them and go okay, I this makes me uncomfortable thinking about filling out my will because it makes me think about death and death is the end and the end is scary and, oh, my God, we're all going to die someday. Holy shit, why is that? Why? And then I decided that Lou has to live to be 110. I'm down. Yeah, I like that, right? And then I'll be 100. And then I also said it's going to be a painless, gentle passing over. I'll be at his bedside holding his hand. And then he just basically tells me he loves me and that it's time for him to take the long nap. So now
0: you're you're talking about this right now. You just talked over me. So
1: people might not have heard that I'm going to say the long nap.
0: Oh. Well, I feel superstitiously Mm -hmm. that by you telling that story, you have just, I'm going to die young.
1: Oh, no. Just
0: by saying that just now.
1: See, superstitions are yep. haunting us. Everybody, I am going
0: to die young.
1: No, you're not. She was
0: just telling him that he was going to live to 110, and then he died. He died
1: anyone else relate to this uh yeah we're we're in hell basically these hell are, these on are earth the, these are
0: the little <laughs> they, like you say something like that and then it launches these parallel narratives in the brain uh, well now you're gonna die god damn young it. and tragically uh, no 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 can okay. i talk about how how i'm going to die i figured it out
1: oh god
0: yep Old i'm going to die that's like, what i said no well hopefully i'm 110 when i accidentally choke on something what yep
1: i don't love that at all that
0: sounds i know
1: cuz i'm going to be sitting at your bedside i have to i have to see you choke
0: i'm i'm 110 i'm on my deathbed more or less but i die because i choke to death on what Peanuts. I don't know. Like I'm peanuts? like I, I eat because I don't you, chew. You I don't have... chew peanuts enough. And then the other day you broke out a raw carrot. This is pretty fun. <laughs> you broke out a raw carrot. There's this big fat carrot sitting on the table. You're like, here, have it. And I'm like, do you realize if you eat a carrot, you have to chew it until it is like. I mean, you have to masticate the masticate the fuck out of this thing mm-hmm. to get it down your windpipe. And this is funny. Here's a story. Okay. Now, I've, I've really struggled with carrots because I'll be literally choking on it for the next three hours after ha- having a raw carrot. Mm-hmm. And we were, I was on tour, mm-hmm. and Jay, my bandmate, has uh, he's eating a lot of raw carrots, so there's always this big pile of raw carrots on the table. One night in the tour bus, somebody went into this, like, coughing fit, and it lasted for, like, I'm, I'm not joking – like a half an hour oh, no. of an, ad, an adult male. I'm not sure who it was. But it wasn't Jay. It wasn't Jay. Okay. Just coughing. And I knew that cough. I'm like, oh, that's the cough that I get when I get peanuts stuck in my throat. And then sure enough, it was a carrot. <gasps> Somebody had taken a big bite out of a carrot and then didn't <laughs> chew it enough. Oh, my gosh. So, I just he, laughed, it, but Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I mean, it peanuts, carrots. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've got to be chewed. And when you're just, I mean, I find my, I can be impatient with my chewing. I'd be like, Oh God, do I got to keep chewing? I'm just going to swallow it and prematurely. So oh. that's the kind of thing that I'm like, that's what's going to take me down. It's I, just, it's just like prematurely swallowing <laughs> something. Cause I just couldn't follow through with chewing it. Oh. I was too impatient to chew correctly.
1: I remember this is reminding me of when I was young. I, I read in some book that I read that like, oh, you have to chew 30 times on each bite or something before you swallow. And I remember then like being a little girl and like in my uh, backyard growing up, my mom grew radishes for a while. And so those really cool, yummy little round radishes, They need right? to be
0: chewed as well.
1: They really need to be chewed. And so I remember... Biting on a little radish and going like, oh, my gosh, I have to chew this at least 30 times. Mm -hmm. And it was like, and then I was like, was that enough? I lost count. Oh, no. Can I swallow the radish now?
0: Do you know the reason that modern humans have such terrible teeth and terrible breathing habits is because our ancestors were just chewing on roots all the time. They had to chew things. So much, and which really built up their teeth. They had very strong jaws. So you're straight they teeth. had bad? No, no. We have bad teeth. Oh, we wait. We oh, because we don't chew like we, our ancestors we did. We the modern human. Mm. You, mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. everybody, mm-hmm. <clears throat> everybody who's not like living in the woods and digging things up to to eat. Um, we've we've lost the the chewing. Because Mm. our our food has become softer and more like, Mm. and that's been a thing too. And cooked. uh, Cooked, like cooked, cooked the living shit out of everything. You grew up with it. I did Mm -hmm. as Midwestern, um, European descent, Midwesterners. You better boil those potatoes, baby. Boil those
1: asparagus. Boil
0: the broccoli. So, um, but they've done research. They, whoever the yeah, the grand, they are the grand. I'm just gonna I'm, I'm dropping the they. Mm-hmm. This is this is one of I'm, I'm going out on the limb again with mm-hmm. my lose completely bogus historical pseudo facts.
1: Yeah, tune in for those. Those tune are tune in. Here
0: comes one right now.
1: Okay, I'm ready.
0: Yeah. Ancient people had better teeth, <laughs> stronger jaws. Uh huh. We are just over the last few hundred years. Just our little chins are just descending, and we're like our mouths are dropping open and we're breathing through our mouths mm-hmm. and our teeth are like all twisted and, hmm. and it's because we, we don't chew. Hmm. enough.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and you yourself don't chew enough. You're just oh, this
0: God, all I don't chew enough at all, and it's going to kill me. Oh God. It's going to kill me.
1: Okay. Well, I guess no. it's now... not going to kill me.
0: No, I'm, that's it. <laughs> no, you're right. Can't say that. Yeah.
1: Let's reframe that shit.
0: Let's reframe it.
1: Okay, Lou, reframe it.
0: I'm going to chew and chew Mm -hmm. and chew.
1: And you're not going to die from choking on a peanut.
0: I'm not going to die just because I took a hit off a carrot backstage at at a Dinosaur Junior show. (laughs) I I don't multitask very well. Mhm. Um true. which is a generalization people make about males that we can't multitask that well.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: which is why, you know, the the man the man is in charge They're of
1: monotaskers. Yeah,
0: yeah, just just put the pig on the fire, just make sure it doesn't burn. Yeah. Just you you Here, wa- you man the grill. Here, you man the grill. Mm-hmm. And uh, but meanwhile the Mow the lawn while the woman cleans the <laughs> entire like, house. <laughs> <laughs> the woman is like cleaning. Exactly. And talking on the phone. Mm-hmm. Multitasking. Um, generalizations, all of these things. but
1: Yeah, but women do multitask and do all do. that and shit. I don't, and I men don't, I do, I do monotask.
0: Not, I totally monotask. Mm-hmm.
1: And even your monotasking has to be really monotasked because if you even try to listen to something while you're monotasking, that then qualifies as multitasking, because honestly, that's where you struggle. When you try to listen to music, when I give you something to do a monotask, a single task, yeah, it takes uh, t- not just twice as long, maybe like 10 times as long. Yeah, because I can't
0: listen to music. You and-
1: can't. And- I know. No.
0: Like, oh, although when I was young, I used to put on the Ramones, and clean my room. If I ever had to clean my room, if I ever came down like, Louie, you have to clean your room. This is out of control. I would listen to the Ramones for two or three hours.
1: That's still true today. I think that when we do, and when you and I are like, hey, we've got a house cleaning day, or when I notice you will put on music and you do, you, it's almost like it's your little motor, then you move, and then you, you do. It's got to
0: be the right music. Yeah. Because it, it, can't be, it can't be a mix where it goes between different Hmm. Music Styles. because then I'll I will stop doing what I'm doing and go, and start to think about the music and mm-hmm. I will get distracted. But something like the Ramones, which is a very, I mean, fit my favorite band. I mean, band band, but monochromatic. Mm-hmm. Let's say mm-hmm. they have a style. They totally stuck with it, mm-hmm. and it's like it's like a real. I think that's why I like heavy metal, and that kind of like, repetitive. Methodical music really appeals to like young men.
1: Well, and it also appeals to me because you like heavy metal, no, not heavy metal, but what you just said, repetitive
0: kind of music. Because you like ambient, you like sort of.
1: I, but now I'm wondering, gosh, I wonder if I should try uh knitting to heavy metal, that would be interesting. Um,
0: I think that you would be so deeply annoyed mm, by the voices,
1: oh, yeah, and the symbols. there's yeah. a lot
0: of symbols. It's
1: symbols? A, oh, psh, 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 psh. oh, on the drums. I was it's like, very, what's a symbol? Oh it's a large I was thinking round. literally like a like a drawing, like a symbol. I'm like, how am I gonna see a sim cymb- anyway? Okay. So <clears throat> when I'm knitting though, um I I knit on Knitting machines, they're all hand operated, but it's a lot like a loom. And so you're moving your hand back and forth across this carriage on this bed of uh, knitting needles. And it's extremely repetitive. It's not for everyone. I personally love the work, um, but sometimes I can't have any music at all while I'm doing it, especially if the pattern is very complicated and I have to move a lot of stitches or things like that by hand. I have to have zero sound. Zero sound Mm. at all. And then if I do listen to music, I can't listen to something that's too um like wordy in the sense where I know what they're talking about. Mm. Or like one time I listened to Beyonce's I think it was Lemonade, I think that's the album. Oh, that's
0: gonna bring that's gonna bring you right into
1: and I was like
0: I, I mean That's a very
1: it was such a that it's just, it's so intense and she's so powerful and it's so strong. So anyway, I tried to knit to Lemonade. Is that what it's called? Lemonade, right? Yeah. A Lemonade one time and I, thought, I was like dropping stitches and then I was angry because she was angry and I was like, yeah, okay, she, this is not working. Yeah. I got to turn off Lemonade.
0: <laughs> that's that's a, um, a commitment.
1: Let me tell you what I do love knitting to on my knitting machine. Which I have found has been
0: consistently good. Something that you've knitted to for a long many time, many times, and every time you put it on. Yes, okay.
1: MGMT because the music isn't. It's like it's extremely textural, rhythmic, really good beats, um, kind of dancey. Are
0: you Are you speaking of their debut album in particular?
1: I love that. Yes. Basically, that's the one that's on repeat. They changed.
0: Stylistically, they changed a bit after that.
1: They did. But I'm talking about, yes, I guess old MGMT. And so MGMT all the way for me uh, for knitting music every time. Win-win. I love it. Okay. I would like to say some music is uh, better for doing tasks than others, and sometimes when I feel too emotionally curious or involved in the music, like Beyonce's Lemonade, and I'm like, "What just happened? What did Jay Z do? Holy shit! Um, I I can't do anything else. I'm committed. I'm like, Bae, I'm in your beehive. I can't I can't do anything else right now. I'm in the hive. What
0: does Lemonade refer to?
1: I have no idea.
0: I keep thinking of urine when I see it. I mean, is this? I don't know. Lemonade. I don't know. I have no
1: idea. Maybe I it's a maybe I, I literally don't know. But it's a really good album. I just can't listen to it while I'm knitting. Okay. On that note.
0: On that n- n- note. We my, say that a my, lot. My yeah.
1: tummy hurts.
0: Your tummy well, hurts. It's
1: because I had coffee with just a banana in my tummy and I have to go eat a sandwich now. Go eat. Yeah, I got to go eat a nice... I'm going to make myself a ham sandwich.
0: Why don't you make yourself a ham sandwich? What are you going to do? What am I going to do? Mm-hmm. I'm going to uh, I'm gonna hit the space bar on my laptop, mm-hmm. thereby stopping the recording. Okay. And then I'm going to listen to what we just did. Neato. And begin the process of crafting it just into the tenth. it. We didn't even get into the, the fact that this is the 10th episode.
1: Oh, oh my gosh.
0: Yeah. So We've I'm, made
1: it to 10. Yep. And if you've joined us, thank you.
0: Thank you for listening to Raw Impressions with Blue and Adele Barlow.